Good evening, Rabbi Yisai. Continuing along here, Perek Chamishi of Shara Bechina, the Shara of reflection, of examination, of Hashem's wisdom and Hashem's entire benevolence in society. So we move along to another interesting topic, somehow a topic that people like talking about. It's amazing. That's part of the what the point that Chavisov is going to make. And another phenomenon that you should look into and examine. And when you look into it clearly with an open mind, and it's probably something that we never even gave it two minutes of thought. Chavis Vobba says we should examine it. And Ullahavan will understand will see indeed the divine wisdom that surrounds this phenomenon. And Hashem's good hand that He has given us this particular, we'll call it craze. What is that? Who has come as Adam? This is the agreement amongst people, something that has been accepted. Al to sell things, to have transactions, that people will sell things for gold and silver. Now, you know, they used to give this simple marshal uh, of, of the simple farmer who lives out in the village and he works hard and he plants his seeds. Finally, a sweat and hours and weeks and months of hard labor finally gets his uh, crop, takes a bushel of apples, brings it to the market. Who would like some apples? Now, in the days of bartering, so Farmer John comes with his apples, Farmer Joe comes from the other side, he has a basket of tomatoes. Oh, let's switch tomatoes for apples, beautiful. But today, Farmer John brings his uh, ba- his basket of apples, and someone comes, some fancy guy in a three-piece suit, and he whips out a few silver coins and says, yeah, I'll give you these silver coins. He looks at it, what, are you going to give me a few pieces of metal for my bowl, for my basket of apples? Are you crazy? Apples you could eat. You could have applesauce. You could make apple kugel, apple strudel. There's so many things you can do with apples. You could use the seeds to plant more apple trees. And you give me a few a few scraps of metal. That's insane. So we use that as a, as a parable, as a marshal for people who don't understand the way the world works. But truth be told... Farmer John has a point. Here I'm giving him something that is nutritious, that you can use further in terms of planting more apples, and you're giving him a few scraps of metal. What do you? What could you do with gold and silver? Not only do people actually agree to sell things for gold and silver, but the hishtadlam laharbeis mehem. There are people, not everybody in the world, but there are people that seek to increase the amount that they have. People just want to have a lot of gold and silver. And nowadays, it's money in whatever form it is. People are mishtad, they put in great effort to have to amass a lot of money. What could you do with money? You know what this is? You know what the real reason this is? Because if you think about it honestly, if we put everything aside, put all of, take, strip out all of the marketing, that people say, oh, you need this, you need that. And when it comes down to it, yeah, 
what is the most important thing that a pe- person needs. And you make a list of things. Yeah. Could money buy those things that are at the top of the list? And we'll all have to answer no. Money could buy a lot of things. Certainly can make life easier. It can get us a lot of luxurious things. It can buy us a lot of pleasure. It also could pay the bills, which is also very good. Keeps away from the stress. But in terms of the top things that we really look for in life, eh, money can't buy them. And so why did Hashem make it that people are so crazed over money? So crazed that they try to get so much of it? And as we'll see, not everybody is successful. Most people are not successful at it. And why does, why is this phenomenon? Why is it that Hashem put this craze into people to try to get a lot of money? And people are willing to give up good, good items that could be useful and they'll give it away for paper bills. For, for, uh, uh, for gold and silver. This is all bechemlas habayre aleim. This is worldly Hashem's compassion upon people. Sheyibem tikiniyanim. That we should be able to get along in this world. And veimla yasabem chayfetz benavsham. Even though money, not cash, not gold and silver, not your credit card, not your bank account, nothing, nothing of that sort could be anything in the nefesh. Can't do anything for a person's nefesh. If someone is, God forbid, starving, or he is thirsty, he needs to quench his thirst. Because there's a lack, there's a scarcity of food and drink. It doesn't matter how much a person has, if there's a scarcity of food, if there are no bushel of apples to be had, doesn't matter how much gold and silver this fancy guy in the three-piece suit has, he's not going to be able to get it. He's going to go hungry. So when it comes down to it, we need food, we need clothing, we need shelter, we need the air that we breathe, as it'll come to in the, in the coming paragraph. But money is not from the essential things that a person needs. And yet, Hashem put into creation, Hashem put into the mindset of people that you want money. And money is important. And money is desired. Otherwise, it wouldn't be something that people would even deal with. Right? Now that, of course, that we have it, so then, oh, well, if you have money, and since we are Makshavit, since we give it such great importance, like Hashem put into our minds, so now already people say, okay, so if you want what I have, I'm going to charge you a lot of money because I want that money. What is it? Does it help you to have more and more and more money? There comes a point where you can't even spend all of the money that you have amassed. But yet, people want more of it. It's all part of what Hashem put into the psyche of people. For the reason the Chavis of Abbas tells us is because that's the way Hashem allows the world to run. And allows for people to have things and sell it to other people. Then they can take the money and buy things that they need. This is another idea here is that Hashem made it as an Isaiah. That a person becomes too greedy in wanting money. And a, and a person could uh, could 
do wrong things because he has too much money. And it's also part of the Nisayin, like we learned in Shara B'Tokhan, that that's the way Hashem made it, that a person will be tested all, at all different times with how he obtains money in a permissible way, in a halakhically kosher way. He doesn't even get into that point over here. He was just examining that phenomenon. If you think about it, why in the world would people agree to sell a basket of good, delicious apples for a few round pieces of metal? But that's the way it works. And he says that Hashem did this in order for the world to, to exist and for there to be commerce, to be, to be business. But money by itself, again, if you think about it from before this phenomenon started, it, if a person is hungry and there's a scarcity of food, money can't get him the food. Money he can't eat to quench his thirst. Furthermore, if he is aching in one of his limbs, the gold and silver will not be able to heal him. Now, of course, that we know. Now the gold and silver Money talks, money speaks, so you can get yourself to to a good hospital, you could find yourself the best doctor, that's true. But how did this start? That's what Chavazov is just harping upon. How did it start? Why do people give any chashivas, any type of importance to money if the money itself, the gold, the silver, and now the cash, which is supposed to be backed by gold and silver, we hope somewhere down the line it is, yeah. What, what, what made people, what possessed people to give it any importance? It can't feed you. It can't sustain you. It can't quench your thirst. It can't heal your aches. So what is it? There are many other types of metals that people actually use to, to directly benefit, directly heal a person. Gold and silver, that's not one of the things that are typically used to heal a person. So says the Chavah, some of us, let's appreciate the greatness of money. It's really the greatness of Hashem, how He made money great. Part of the great wisdom of Hashem is that a select few, that a few people have a lot of it, and mitzad she'inem reikamayim. They never get empty from them. They always have uh, uh, en- enough money, and vehem maat eitzel ruba. But by most people, they only have a little bit. Most people feel they don't have enough money. There's a a, a select group who feel that they have what they need, and then there's very few who have way in excess of them. Comparatively speaking, to to the world at large, most people don't have a lot of money. There's a few who have a lot. So, this was part of Hashem's plan. You know, there's always a debate. Those great economical uh, Jews who are in the, uh, in the government deciding inflation up, down, mortgage rates up and down, what's good, how much percentage, right? Should we print more money? You know, as kids, we always said, they said there's this mint in Washington. If, if there's a problem with money, just print more money, you'll have. Obviously, yeah, you don't have to be a, a genius in economics to understand the way it works. And that's the way Hashem made it. 
Hashem also said, I'm only giving a certain amount of gold and silver. I'm only giving a certain amount of this money that people are craving, so therefore there should be a desire for it, and yet there's not enough to be had. A lot, some people have a lot of it, but most people have, don't have enough. This is part of it, Hashem's plan. If there will be a plethora of, of money, and everybody would just have it, you wouldn't come to the desired result that, ooh, money is a good thing to be had. Because if you could just walk in the streets and rocks were diamonds, so then it wouldn't have any importance to it. So on the one hand, they are very, there's only a, a certain amount of it, so there's a limited amount, but, but yet it's greatness. So there's qualitative and quantitative. On the one hand, they're very precious, and people go crazy over it, or people are trying to get more and more of it, and people give it such value and such importance. But from the other standpoint, what is it? It's just some scraps of metal. In, in, in one sense, they're nothing because they have no intrinsic value. There's no intrinsic value for the gold and silver, for the cash that people have. There's nothing intrinsic value on about it. It can benefit you in any direct way. And yet, Hashem put this phenomenon into the into the creation. This is one of the greatest genius moves of Hashem's great wisdom. That He allowed a certain amount and he put into people's minds that this is what we want. And Chavazov is saying just the way I, the, way, the reason why Hashem did it is in order for the, to, for the world to go around, for the world to exist. And people will then have the ability to buy and sell this one when he wants to sell this one when he wants to buy. And in that way, the world could work. But it's something again that Chavazov is going through here in Shara Bechina. So if you think about it, we think, sure, money, yeah, sure, it's important. Yeah. Like who started that? Right? Was there like a group, a meeting of people saying, you know, let's all, let's start this marketing that money is great and that's what people want. No, it came from the Chemlas Habayre Aleim. Hashem's master plan, this is what he made as part of it. And you think about this phenomenon, it's true, it makes no sense. The gold and silver itself, the, the money itself can't heal a person, can't feed a person. And this is part of Hashem's wisdom. And as we said, here he doesn't discuss it, but it's also part of an Nisayin, part of a challenge that it puts us up to. We'll hold it here, Rabbi Isai, Agutanacht Koltuf.